0: Welcome to The Musician Toolkit, episode number 54. My name is David Lane, and it is good to be with you once again. I'm releasing this on Christmas Day, 2023, and I just wanted to share a short episode. First of all, to wish all of you a Merry Christmas, and and if you don't celebrate today, I just want to say Happy Holidays, however you choose to celebrate. First of all, I need to make a correction to the previous episode, episode 53, which had to do with New Year's goals. In fact, that was part one of a two-part series, and I said on that episode that the next episode, episode 54, would be dealing with part two of the New Year's goals. Unfortunately, I didn't do the math correctly in my head, and I failed to realize that episode 54 was going to be coming out on Christmas Day. And I had a different episode planned for this day. So I will, in fact, be presenting part two of the New Year's Goals series on episode 55, which will come out on, wait for it, New Year's Day. Today's episode is really short. I just wanted to share my three favorite pieces of Christmas music. These are just my personal favorites. Uh, Maybe you want something to listen to today, and perhaps there's one or more of these that you haven't heard yet. The first piece is called Dia Natale by Samuel Barber, and that's spelled D-I-E. N-A-T-A-L-I, it's basically Latin for the nativity. The piece is subtitled Chorale Preludes for Christmas. It is an impressively well-crafted composition that, for orchestra that features several Christmas carols in a creative way, intertwined with some of Barber's own original material. The piece begins with the ancient carol, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, as a canon between the reeds. It then transitions to a stately version of Low How Rose Air Blooming with an open quartal based harmony that Barber uses throughout. It's particularly impressive how he combines different carols throughout, including the section where the brass is playing Good King Wenceslas and the strings are playing God rest ye merry gentlemen, at the same time. There's a section where Silent Night is played in slow seven-eight time, where seemingly random phrases of that melody just weave in and out among the strings. After an extended section of original material, the climax is a rousing statement of joy to the world presented as a multi-layered canon, where not only are various instruments beginning their phrase at a different time than the other instruments, but some of them are playing at a different speed. This is a composition that is really good for serious score study. In fact, I have a copy of the orchestral score, and it is one that I regularly like to take a look at. There's so much to study that it's good to study year round, but of course, it's especially good just for listening at Christmas time. The second piece I'm gonna share is one that you may likely already be familiar with, but just in case you're not, this is a good time to try it for the first time. And that piece is A Ceremony of Carols by Benjamin Britten. The piece begins and ends the same way with an unaccompanied descant from treble voices, typically performed by children's choir. The entire collection of carols is performed, once again, by children's chorus, And also accompanied by a solo harp. The pieces range from joyful, such as the tune called Welcome Yo, yo. mournful or mysterious, as in That Young Child. the wonderful back and forth alternating major and minor triads as found in balulalo and of course the highlight to me is the interlude it's played by the harp and it's one of my all time favorite pieces for the solo harp So that is A Ceremony of Carols by Benjamin Britten. And then the third piece that I recommend is the Nutcracker Suite. No I don't mean the original one by Tchaikovsky, although that is certainly a classic for a reason. I mean the arrangement as performed by Les Brown and his Band of Renown in 1952. It starts with a peppy swing version of the overture. Then it shifts to the march, which starts like normal before it goes into a medium swing. The dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy seems like a straightforward restatement of the original version. The only clues that it's not pure Tchaikovsky is in the instrumentation. Tree pack comes in and it is full of energy. Then comes a fun and rather bombastic version of the Arabian dance. Afterwards, there's a version of Dance of the Reed Flutes. It sounds like it might have come from the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Finally, my favorite part is the Waltz of the Flowers. It's only a waltz for two measures, and then it's off to the races with the most energetic swing section of the entire suite. And I'm sure someone will message me to mention this if I don't say it already. But Duke Ellington also arranged a version of the Nutcracker Suite. It's a little bit longer than Les Brown's version. I personally, I I love Duke Ellington's music um, quite a bit. But his version of the Nutcracker Suite to me isn't quite as satisfying as Les Brown's. But, you know, that's just my personal taste. I would recommend you try both of them out. Well, anyways, that's it. Just a short episode today. Uh, You can find those pieces just about anywhere streaming to hear the full versions. I hope that you'll listen and enjoy all of them. So, again, once again, this is just a super short episode for Christmas Day. I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Thank you for supporting the first full year of the Musician Toolkit. I look forward to 2024, and I will be back with Part 2 of the New Year's Goals series next week. So once again, thank you for listening.